1: What? Do the yeah over him?
2: No, that was just near. Yeah.
1: No, but you did it over him, so I didn't hear no, him. No, I didn't. You did. Yes, you did. I did not. Yes, you did. I did not. Yes, you did. Okay. All right.
2: I did not. Okay, oh, nope. I make you but, happy
1: here. <laughs> Oh, my God, it's not
2: the same. That's because it wasn't me. Oh, my God,
1: it's not the same. Okay. Because
2: it was not me. Do not blame me for things that I did not do. Okay, January
1: 3rd, guys, January 3rd. Um, You already heard this morning's podcast with Webin, myself, and Jeff. Um, This podcast is a special podcast. We have Jack Rico on. Jack Rico is um, founder of showbizcafe.com. He's also the NBC contributor, movie critic, um, also on Telemundo. NBC.com and also the founder of a new podcast, Jeff. Did you see it? Did you hear it yet?
2: No, I haven't heard it. Oh my I know, God. What's it called? The, the, what does
1: he call it again? I, have to, I actually have to ask him the name of the podcast. He
2: said it on our podcast. A few too. times
1: he did. I feel bad. We'll ask when we get on. But um, it's an amazing podcast. He does a lot of interesting interviews. Uh, he knows. The celebrities, the Hollywood scene. So he gets to go out there more and do a lot of celebrity um, interviews. So do, we'll get a hold of him in a couple of minutes.
2: Um, does Jack hang out with A-listers, A-list celebrities? You know what? You can ask him if you want. I oh, know. Sorry. I know he, he told me he's, he's got George Lopez's phone number in his, his, his phone. But He probably does. You no, know, know. I think he, he told us oh, that. Did? Oh, he Oh, yeah. that's, that's right. You did, yeah. I right, believe so.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, let's get Jack on then, Jack, because, oh. uh, you know, Jack was on, I think, Telemundo yesterday talking about the most anticipated TV shows and movies for 2017. Oh, cool. Um, so I want to get his take on that. Uh, so it's a privilege to have a show, by the way. It is. Yeah, I mean, because he's not, he's on like, high-rated, uh, TV shows and then our little podcast. Yes. So thank you, Jack. He's Jack's, coming on right Jack's now. Jack's the real deal. Yeah, he's ready. Okay. Okay, so as 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 he him. answers
2: his phone, he's okay, ready. Okay,
1: let's go. He's waiting, our phone call this morning um so this is going to be a new section of the podcast guys maybe once a month with jack rico uh let's see i didn't ask him yet so i don't want to say it too soon but hopefully we can get him on you know um so we'll see love talking Do you know to him. my
2: phone number
1: um he should you've what? called him so many times
2: hey hey Jack there Rico.
1: Is. welcome to the podcast happy 2017 my friend
2: Happy New Year, guys. Yeah, we got how the popcorn spend- popcorn music on for you. Uh, how did we spend the New Year? Tell them, Carolina. Um,
1: you know what? Jeff had a DJ a party, uh, so I stayed home with the dog and celebrated at, at midnight with uh, hot chocolate while the dog got a treat. That's all I did. Now,
3: why didn't you end up going to Jeff's DJ party?
1: Uh, well, it was a alcohol-free party so i wasn't going to that jack she
2: doesn't really drink though so (laughs) it wouldn't matter anyway and can i tell you jack they had it was at a church all right and they had a really good time (laughs) Ah. they danced they danced they danced immediately i put on motown and they were up and whole night dancing
1: yeah, but you know, the yeah, dog,
2: drinking it, is overrated.
1: It, what did you do, Jack? I have to hear what you did because you you know a lot of celebrities. Were you hanging out with uh, with uh, Robert De Niro or, or George <laughs> Lopez? What were you doing?
3: Here, let me let me explain something to you. I think that there's a uh, there's this. I don't know what the word is, Jeff. Maybe you can help me here. I don't know if it's a stereotype or some sort of stigma. That New Year's Eve, everybody is getting wasted, oh, yeah. laughing oh, yeah. in the arms of someone else. Yeah,
1: making out with somebody it's new.
3: Been, yeah, it's been movies, TV shows that have kind of created this uh, this image, this reference that doesn't really exist. Mm-hmm. Everyone I've asked, "Hey, did you get wasted?" Everybody that I've I personally asked, no one does that. That's like some ABC, you know,
2: show. Yeah. Where they do that? Yeah, it's a exactly. like sort of fantasy. It's, no it's, one does. That. It's kind of a created image. Yeah, I know a lot of people that stay home on New Year's Eve. Yeah, well, I, I was. That's why there's so Some many people TV go to sleep
1: yeah. and miss the ball
3: drop. Yeah,
2: they miss the ball drop too.
1: My my neighbor who was like uh, our age, uh, Jack. She, I said, what time did you go to bed? She was nine o'clock at night. I'm like, are you serious? Nine o'clock? She wasn't out. She was a beautiful woman, you know, but they
2: didn't go out. Did she go to bed with a guy at nine o'clock? Or yes, she, she went did. To bed yeah, at nine she o'clock. went to bed with the guy. Her son. Oh, her baby son. Her son. You weren't Mariah oh, Ke- You weren't Mariah Carey's sound person, were you that <laughs> night, Jack? You weren't doing that, were you? Listen, just, just listen This but- is this is the
3: biggest controversy. I know. Right? The last day of 2016. <laughs> so- no one can still figure out who, who's at fault here.
1: So, Jack, before we go down to the 2017 most anticipated TV shows and movies, let's go back to 2016 last year, which is three days ago. I want to get your take on a couple of things, right? First of all, mm-hmm. your take on Mariah Carey. What are your thoughts on that? Because uh, the manager spoke out this morning and said that Mariah should have thrown the mic at someone's head. Thrown the mic? Yeah. He came okay, out said this so morning.
3: So it sounds like Mariah Carey's team is ghetto because <laughs> no one speaks like that when you're that supposedly that much of a star in order to be a star, you have to be very professional. Yeah. Uh, that's what counts here and no one's
2: really being professional. Well, Probably blaming
1: the... her team, but they're blaming, they're blaming Dick Clark productions for the
2: whole, uh, foul up there. Sure. Blame the dead, guy. Yeah. Blame yeah. The okay, dead guy. guy. Let's, let's,
1: let's be
3: serious here. Jeff, you do television. Uh, Carolina, right. you've done radio. Mm-hmm. I've done radio. I've done TV. Technical difficulties happen. Yep. I've been on air at Univision where I don't have my mic on. You know, things like that have happened because the guy fell asleep, he wasn't in the bathroom. Things happen. The I've problem had, here yep, is yep. supposedly, according to what everything I've been reading is before Mariah Carey stepped on stage, her earpiece, which has the background vocal, that mm-hmm. way she can follow the song because it's so loud, music and the, and, and the band and the crowd, um, she couldn't hear anything. She said to the producers, hey, I can't hear anything. They said, don't worry about it. It'll work when it go, when you get to the stage. Yeah, I dropped the ball.
2: I kind of buy that story. You know, I, as much as I it's fun to pick a Mariah okay. Carey, I okay. do have to believe that okay. if she would have heard herself, you would have heard her singing.
1: Yeah, but what, um well, I mean, I'm quite <laughs> mean. But Jack, listen, if if that's the case, okay, let's just say you're Mariah Carey. At that point, wouldn't you take your earpiece out and start singing a cappella and sing, but she didn't sing. No, I mean, well, she was well, walking
3: around.
2: Happened. She couldn't hear right. the band play. There's two million people there. It's it's a There's, big zoo. That place, you know. She, okay. You know, one of the big
3: things that the Beatles always talked about—the Shea Stadium concert—right? They, they couldn't hear themselves.
2: They couldn't hear themselves. I know. Mm, okay, that's true. All that's right. a fact. And so, it,
3: even though you're you have the guitar right next to you, you can't hear yourself because the crowd drowns you out. And I think this this was one of those situations. Uh, I, you know, no one's asked me whose fault it is or anything like that. But if I had to say. I think it was Dick Clarkson's fault mm. for not having solved the issue of the uh, earpiece uh, and it's also Mariah Carey's fault for acting and being so public about the complaining on national TV. It yeah, might have ruined I agree. her career. I
1: agree. Oh. Career. Come on, she's a diva. She's Mariah Carey. She's I saw...
2: touring with Lionel yeah. Richie this year. That's exactly. a big tour. So, If I
1: were Lionel Richie, I'd run the other way and cancel that concert. I don't know. But let me tell you something, uh, Jack. This isn't the first time it's happened to Mariah. Didn't she have a, a lip sync fallible as well?
3: You know, she's had so many issues and things like that. I don't think anybody wants to work with her anymore.
2: Yeah. Did, did you see the interview? Um, Ryan Seacrest was on Jimmy Kimmel about a month ago. And Ryan Seacrest told Jimmy Kimmel, he said, we're going to have Mariah Carey right before the New Year's Eve drop, right before the ball drops. And Jimmy Kimmel, who's had problems with Mariah Carey showing up at his show, said, are you sure she's going to be there? He said, let me tell you something, she won't be there. And (laughs) Ryan Ryan Seacrest said, what, should we get her there at 730? And Jimmy Kimmel says, I would get her there the day before. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I am, I'm dead serious You can find this wow. audio on YouTube Jimmy wow. Kimmel has no love for Ryan Carey Because she wow. showed up on his show last uh, She missed the show And even Ryan Seacrest confessed That on the live American Idols He said she would show up about a minute beforehand Wow. So she's kind of got that reputation, yeah. but on the other hand, I have she to admit that Carey that either. other chick that that Rachel Platten, she sang Imagine right before the ball drops, the John Lennon song, and she right. sang it perfectly. And not only that, you could see she was actually singing it. She wasn't she was because it was
3: lip-syncing just, it.
2: I don't know. Well, it looked pretty good. Well, the know? other
3: thing that everyone's saying is that Mariah Carey supposedly the reason she needs the lip-sync is because she can hit certain notes that yeah. right. Do you yeah. remember when she first started? She yeah. She's she, she Sort of her register on a high pitch exactly. was so oh, off the charts. Yeah. Well,
1: Jack, did you know she this? She can't hit
3: those notes anymore.
1: Jack, no. did you know that Jeff went swimming with Mariah Carey when they were four years old? Yes.
2: Yeah, so what? I, I yeah. was, I was um, well, she's younger than me by a bunch of years. I was probably about ten or well, I was probably about twelve or thirteen, and I was sw- swimming in the pool and I didn't know who this little girl was. This I was playing She's a Long
1: Island. This... Is yeah,
2: and apparently uh, my parents' friends were friends with her parents. And years later, Charlotte, you know Charlie, yes, yes. the wacky Charlotte, told me that that little girl I was swimming, helping swim in the pool, was Mariah Carey. So, oh
3: my God! So I, so I had That's my hands, crazy. On, I
2: had my hands on her when she was a child, Jack. She was <laughs> very young at the time.
3: It's so funny. My wife told me a story that when she was in school, uh, there's this girl named Brooke that used to hang out with them. Years later. Brooke Shields. No
1: way! You know? oh, really?
3: See? Yeah. Wow. It's, just, it's like no one knew it was Brooke Shields. It right. was just a girl named Brooke, Brooke at school, right. and then you know, years wow. later, bam, Brooke Shields. Yeah. Wow. She's, oh my gosh, she was in my class. I have another friend, her sister, my wife's sister, my sister-in-law, went to had, had the same class with Jennifer Aniston. Oh,
2: oh look my that. gosh! That's what crazy, world, right? Wow. It is wacky, you know? i world. Um, yeah, go, uh, no, I was just gonna say Billy Joel can't hit high notes and has a guy sing the high notes for yeah. years, so. <laughs> So it happens, you know, and yeah, look, yeah. you get to be sick. Sing- he's 67. You yeah, can't expect look- him to sing like he did when see, he was 42. I understand
3: that. But when you go to a Christian Castro, Christian Castro concert like I did, because he's Mr. High Notes, and every time he's about to hit the high note in the song that you paid so much money to go see, and then he turns around.
2: Yeah, because someone else is singing or, or it's lip sync, Someone right? else is hitting that or, high or note. Oh, I feel way. like I got chipped. Really? Yeah. I feel like I got
3: robbed. Aww. And I think a lot of people need to, like, you know, that's the thing with Luis Miguel concerts and things like that, where you expect these titanic, powerful voices but, uh, to Jack- hit a certain notes. And when they don't hit the notes, the question is do you ask for your money back?
2: No, I I, th- I just think things are enhanced today. I, th- I think with the tech the way technology has come along, they can they can take shortcuts and you know that's what they do. That's that's so you know, I mean, it's not a scandal but people it here it is 3 days later we're still talking about it like, I it's, know, a, like really, it's a major oh my scandal, gosh, right? You know, right? Well, it's a light it's a light news day, <laughs> isn't it?
1: <laughs> so Jack, other than Mariah Carey, what was the I think number one movie of 2016 in your eyes? Oh.
3: La La Land, this is a musical oh my gosh. that All right. is, it's, it's a musical. It's a It pays homage, pays tribute to the musicals of the 30s and the 40s. Uh, the chemistry between Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone is out of hand. If oh. you ever saw them in Crazy Stupid Love, you get a sense for uh, how much they like each other on screen um and damien chazelle the director had done a movie called whiplash which i thought was the best movie of
1: 2013-14 you're saying you're repeating the same thing to me jess said to me two days ago when i said i don't want to see la la land and you're saying the same thing he said to me
2: i read that it's the most original movie of the year that's what i read about it yeah it's not like it's not like anything else and that's why they gave this guy free reign because he made whiplash right
3: Look, I think for a lot of people that probably seen the trailer and really don't know what the movie's about, it's a love letter to Los Angeles, number one. That's what it is in terms of its essence. But the story and the plot is about two dreamers, people who aspire to become these great uh, musicians and actors, and it's chasing that dream, Uh, but then... Falling in love while you're chasing that dream and how that person fits into your life while you're on that journey, on that odyssey. Uh, Sometimes it works out. Sometimes it doesn't. And that's ultimately what the storyline of this is. And if you ever had a dream to be a baseball player, to become a firefighter, to become a doctor, uh, that's a journey that you have from childhood to adult. And it kind of plays on those tones with Ryan being a jazz musician and Emma Stone being an, an actress, but you can replace that with whatever profession it is that you're going through. And I connected with that on a deep level, wow. and so hmm. I think a lot of people resonate with that dream of achieving that dream that uh, that everyone is kind of going through. Cool.
2: Wow, excellent! Hey, listen, now, so one more question for you. What? Uh, no, I was gonna, I was gonna say. Um, Why did, were these movies that bad that they disappeared from theaters really quickly? I'll just give you two of them. Bad Santa 2, Nocturnal Animals. They both disappeared pretty quickly from movie theaters. Manchester Dreams, Manchester by the Sea is still playing, but it's very depressing, I hear. We haven't seen a lot of stuff lately.
3: Yeah, Manchester by the Sea will probably land in the top ten list uh, because it's about grieving. You know, and not everybody's grieved, so they don't know, but other people have, and they understand the movie probably a little too closely. Um, so that movie definitely, it's a depressing film, but in terms of uh, cinema and, and, and actually real filmmaking, that movie has is, is pretty complete. In terms of Bad Santa, this is one of the worst of the year. I'm not <laughs> even going to get into I, it. I'm was, going to
2: waste my breath. I was going to ask you, worst movie of the year, so I, I kind of hit on it, right? Okay. It's definitely yeah. one of the worst movies of and, the year. And, and then Nocturnal like two, Animals. It
1: disappeared in two days, Bad Santa. Pretty quickly. Yeah. Huh? Yeah.
3: And then Nocturnal Animals, uh, it's a Tom Ford film that had a limited release. It's a very twisted thriller. It's about a movie within a movie. Uh, and it's Amy Adams, Jake Gyllenhaal, yeah. great cast. Woman receives a book, starts reading it. And then her imagination jumps for us into another whole movie. Oh, okay. So we're seeing a movie within a movie, and it has this twisted thriller that's very uncomfortable. Uh, it, it, it's not for the faint of heart, right and I here. enjoyed it. I think it's one of the better 25 movies of the year.
2: Okay. If
3: you guys get the chance to see it and you like thrillers... Go watch that one.
2: Okay, Okay. Cool. Okay,
1: move on to 2017. Okay, Jack, here you go. What are your, let's start off with the 20, um, actually the top anticipated TV shows for 2017.
3: Well, you know, there's so many uh, good ones, but probably the one to me that mm-hmm. I've been watching, my wife and I have been watching this one, and I just love it. She's so, so on it. It's called The Young Pope from HBO. Uh, she didn't like the first episode, I'm I think, kind of. Kinda, but the second episode, I kind of cut it short. Mm-hmm. Man, she almost took my head off. I'm like, hey, what's <laughs> going on? She's like, oh, my God. Oh. It's more like- That's the thing mimo. about shows, you got to give shows at least three episodes.
1: Exactly. I agree with today you. Today. Yeah, yeah.
3: In order to really know whether you like it or not, you know. And the young pope is a great, great uh, story. Think of House of Cards, but instead of the White House, the Vatican.
2: Oh. It's all this
3: political power. It's the chess game hmm. to see who is taking out the pope. The Pope isn't going to allow people to take him out. He surrounds himself with a clique. There's another clique going after him.
2: Wow. are there, and, are there, are there any young boys involved? That's what I. Heard. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Not yet. Okay. <laughs> um, hey, Jack, but it's a that. great inside look uh-huh. behind the scenes at the way the Vatican power works. Right. Francis, okay. I mean, you're you're probably the most powerful person in the world outside of the President of the United States. Uh, because yeah. you control one billion Catholics. What kind of power goes into that? Does it ever get to your head? Hmm. Uh, how do you react? How do you treat people? Do you smoke cigarettes when no one's looking? What are the policies? What is the administration like? How do you set the rules? That's what the show uh, shows you. It's called The wow. Young Pope on HBO. It's coming out this month, January 13th or something like that. Uh, I'm I'm just loving it. There's another show for family uh, called Lemony Snick. It's a series of unfortunate events. Jim Carrey oh. did a movie with this
2: was a movie. Yeah, but
3: Neil Neil Patrick is doing the TV show. So oh. if you like fantasy, you love Netflix. Um, it's 26 episodes, two seasons. So the first season will be 13 episodes. Uh, And it's about Count Olaf Neil Patrick Harris, who's trying to take the inheritance of three orphan kids and he dresses up like in thirty different characters to, to do this. So that seems like a lot of fun. If people like superheroes. There's a show called Powerless on NBC coming out the, in the next few weeks. It's Vanessa Hudgens. You saw her in Grease the Musical, remember?
2: Mm-hmm.
3: She played Rizzo. Yeah. Uh, she plays a girl like who that. works at Wayne Enterprises. Now you know Wayne Enterprises, is Bruce Wayne, yeah, as in Batman, takes place in the Batman universe. Uh, and she's trying to stop crime within that. And it's a sitcom. Oh, cool. I, yeah, I, it's I, not a drama, right? I saw it's not, you know, an action film. It is a comedy sitcom, which makes this very special and a very different take on the superhero genre. So can't wait to see that. Uh, and there's many more. There's uh, probably the, the big one is Marvel's iron fist. This is the last part of the Marvel, uh, mm. not trilogy, but it's, it's four shows where they ultimately become the Avengers and it's, they're called the Defenders and this is going to take place only on Netflix. Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage and Iron Fist. So... Again, another superhero one for a lot of people that uh, enjoy superhero films.
2: You know, I I recommend uh, watching episodes five and six of Homeland this season, Jack. Um, <laughs> you might see um, why five and six. Uh, Jeff Jensen, <laughs> Jeff Jensen, as a background actor, walking right next oh to Claire Danes.
1: Wait a minute, you got to tell us about this. How did you get that gig? First of all, he's he's been on last year. Kevin Kevin Can away, right? Kevin, Kevin Can away. I've done. Yeah, I've, done, I've, done about, I've
2: done about twelve background jobs, and yes. uh, I was most prominent on Kevin Can wave. Wait, the Kevin James sitcom, which they shoot right out here (laughs) on Long Island. But I did Homeland, and Claire Danes, man, Jack, she's got the crazy eyes and the crazy face going on. Even when they're not doing takes, she's totally in character She's a method actor. oh is she ever I could not believe it you know when she was taking direction from the director and like a producer she walked over and she you could see she was just so zoned in like they were smiling and laughing and, and she did not crack a smile went back to her spot I mean just kept doing this t- thing the, the husband from nurse Jackie that I forgot his name Dominic something I forgot his name but really he's he's in homeland this season um, I'm not giving anything. I'm not allowed to give plot points. But <laughs> well, wait a, I, a minute! But, I, but how did you how did you get the job? Um, you 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 know you 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 just basically apply for these things, and if they like your look, they give you the, the uh, they give you the background. Uh, job. First of
1: all, Jack, can I tell you something? Um, they like Jeff's look so much; he's been getting called every single day to be part of a show. So now you can add uh, actor as uh, on but, a list wow. of careers but, for but, Jeff. But
2: the cool thing about Homeland is there's is they there was like 90 extras, right? So this uh, this production assistant comes over and says. Uh, you five guys. Like she she actually looked around, pointed one, two, three, and then she points to me, I'm like number four, and I said, Oh She said, I've something for you guys to do. So where Claire Danes walks away from this big scene, she walks out of this big crowd and they made us walk like right behind her and next her, so I'll be shocked if I'm not seeing I was. I was <laughs> sometimes you get cut out. I mean, I was cut out of law and order. Anyway, we're not here to talk about. But May, you know, Jack. But, but don't miss episodes. They said it's part of episodes five and six. Who knows? Scene. Next
1: year, Jack might be talking about. Don't miss Jeff Jensen in the latest movie to well, come out. Well, I'm
2: hoping. I'm hoping. I'm trying.
3: I'm pushing. Okay, don't forward. miss Jeff Jensen, who'll be hosting the Tonight Show. <laughs> yeah, i be Yeah, I'm. I'm trying, man. All right,
1: Jack. Let's go to movies. What are your most anticipated movies? 2017. Yeah, what's big coming out?
3: Listen, um, I was on the Today Show uh, just yesterday in the morning and, and I did this segment uh, for most anticipated movies. And what I told them before we did the segment is I wanted to break this down into uh, genres because Fandango had come out with a list and the list was just like, here are the top 10 movies that were most anticipated about. This is that they're all basically science fiction action films. Oh, and yeah. I said, you're not really giving chance to other types of films to kind of fit into that list you got to break them up into genres. So they said, you know what? We like that idea. And here's my five categories for the most anticipated films. In action, it's The Mummy. You have Fate of the Furious. You have John Wick 2. You have Transformers. You have uh, Kong, Skull Island, uh, the King Kong remake. But I think that The Mummy with Tom Cruise is the action movie to see did you oh, see cool. the trailer for this film no, no. Yo, right easily that the best trailer of 2017 movies
1: now let me ask you the mummy came out a couple years ago a with uh, ago. brendan fraser is that a with take? brendan fraser yeah is yeah, but... that a take on that or is it total different money no
3: this is a dip- take what they're doing is a reimagine. okay so here's what's going on universal pictures is kind of trying to do what marvel is doing they're trying to create these individual movies of monsters Frankenstein uh, with Javier Bardem, uh, The Wolfman, Dracula, uh, and The Mummy uh, in order to bring them probably together at one point to make a big movie. That's what they're trying to do. So in this particular case, they're rebooting the Mummy franchise as an action adventure genre uh, with Tom Cruise and Russell Crowe. And Russell Crowe will be playing Dr. Jekyll. And so there's all these winks in in the shared universe but the action is like the Mission Impossible type of action where they go overboard with the action. It's like James Bond and Mission Impossible together in terms of the action, and you just can't keep your eyes off of it. So, so Tom Cruise is still the biggest movie star in the world oh yeah. Oh just yeah. for that alone. It gives it instant credibility and star power. Oh,
1: my gosh. Can't wait to see that. Yeah, it's be exciting. Then there's
3: in the family genre. Oh, my God. You have somebody you have the Emoji movie coming out. Uh, you have Pixar's Coke, which is based on El Dia de los Muertos. Oh, you have uh, the, Lego the Batman. D- Day movie. of the Dead, Caroline. Day of the Dead. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, as honey. translated.
2: Thank
3: you. <laughs> But I think that the movie that everyone's looking forward to is Disney's live version of Beauty and the Beast. You seen the trailer for this?
2: No. No, no now, now you're going to me watching trailers today. Okay. Oh my God, right, listen, our
1: whole days we spent watching trailers This now. has
3: become a bit of alt. Every, it's like there's cult people around this movie. Movie Beast, uh, I'm not sure if many of you know, came out about 20 years ago. It's considered one of Disney's finest animated oh, yeah. films because it was nominated for Best Picture at the Oscars. It's one of the rare cartoons or animated films to ever get into the best picture category in the Oscars. So now they're doing the live version. It's worked out very well for Disney. They did The Jungle Book. They did Alice in Wonderland. Uh, They did uh, Maleficent. Uh, They did Cinderella. So this is just part of transforming their cartoons uh, to human flesh
2: big stars and big stars in this one with stars
3: emma watson is oh, starring okay. as bell wow. emma watson is starring as bell dan stevens from downton abbey is doing the beast uh but it's the soundtrack it's be our guest be our guest oh, it's oh, the yeah. songs oh. of that album that everyone is so curious to see how they'll perform it kind of like with les miserables that some people liked it some people didn't so but this is the one to see disney really owns movies right now oh, yeah, they, they really course. do they're the yeah. biggest movie studio on the planet i wonder who plays then, the,
2: who plays the singing candles that's what i wonder <laughs> you know uh it, it, man i can't remember the
3: name of some of them but i think one of them is emma something from uh, england she does oh. all these english movies oh cool wow. so uh the next gory is comedy this one's Baywatch. even though chips is coming out pitch perfect three Dude, it's 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 two of the most popular actors, Dwayne the Rock Johnson and Zac Efron. Now, why why
2: do I feel like the Rock has been pushed on me? By the way, he he generates a lot of box office, right? Like, I, he is the highest paid, highest grossing actor in Hollywood. Right? I can't believe it. And I can't, you know, I mean, I can't name any. I mean, I know he's made a ton of rock movies, but I just don't see rock movies. I mean, I know he's not The Rock anymore. Now he's Dwayne Johnson suddenly. Well, not suddenly for years already. The but... problem
3: about The Rock, and this has been my only criticism about him, is that he always comes in as the guest in the movie. Like he's always like the the, the co-actor, you know actor, the never co- Never the main uh, guy,
1: right? Never the main yeah, guy. Yeah, he's never the... Like, how many movies...
3: He's been in so many franchises, but how many movies is he the lead guy on?
1: How about the Tooth Fairy? Wasn't he in the Tooth Fairy What movie? the hell was Right, that? but this is
3: what we're talking about. We're talking <laughs> about Fairy. the Tooth Fairy. We're talking about game plan. Where franchise. In order to be the A-list guy in Hollywood, you have to have a franchise. Like, Robert Downey Jr. has Iron Man. You know? These yeah. are films where they have a true A-list actor, a true lead actor, but he's not a lead actor. He's always like an ensemble cast, like him and Kevin Hart,
2: yeah, him I mean, and yeah.
3: Mark Wahlberg, him and Channing Tatum, uh, him and, uh, you know, Zac Efron. It's never just him. I don't think he can carry a movie.
2: Maybe he's, maybe he's still more a wrestler in his head, you know what I mean? As, uh,
3: probably. Right? Um, but but the two that- things that everybody's talking about, Baywatch, is first of all, this is the first time they're adapting it to a movie. Secondly, uh, David Hasselhoff and Pamela Anderson uh, are returning to make cameo appearances, which
1: is cool. No
2: Instead way. of taking
3: an approach, they're taking a comedy approach, they, which is great. More wow. of like an action comedy adventure. Like, of thing. like
2: a, maybe, a, maybe a tongue-in-cheek like Brady Bunch thing, you know?
3: Right. And then the one everybody's talking about, about this film is Zac Efron's body.
2: Really, this really? dude's physique. Have you seen him in the in the in the trailers? I saw no. him in something where he's he's very he's very uh he's buff. He's pretty it, it's buff. Like so Jeff, the it's like dude... Jack's
1: body, Jack. <laughs> yeah. He's very buff. <laughs> the
3: dude is shredded. Wow. He's chiseled to the bone. I've never seen him like this or an actor this ripped. Wow. The dude went through like a severe, very strict huh? tra- uh, diet
1: wow. in order
3: to get that rip. Like I think. For like nine weeks, he only ate chicken. It was something absurd like that Wow. in order to get that ripped. So watch out for that. And then the last two genres of superhero and sci-fi. This year, you have so many superhero films. Oh, yeah. You got the new Wolverine movie, Logan. You got Thor, Ragnarok. You got Spider-Man Homecoming, another reboot of Spider-Man.
2: Another guy, uh, too. A third, another guy playing him, right? I yeah, wrong? the yeah.
3: third guy playing him. It was Tobey Maguire, then Andrew Garfield, and now Tom Holland. And then... A woman film, and I would have put that as my lead if it wasn't for Justice League, which reunites the most popular superhero. Everybody talks about Iron Man and the most popular superhero characters are Superman yeah. and Batman and, and maybe Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman, and, of course. Yeah, and so these are the TV shows that we grew up with, you know? Uh, and uh, Batman, Superman, they've all been TV shows before Iron Man or even Spider-Man was. So to have all these superheroes together with Aquaman, the Flash, and Cyborg, creating the Avengers. This is DC's answer to the Avengers. Uh, in one single movie, this is incredible. It'd probably be one of the highest grossing films of all time if it wasn't for the next genre, right? And I think the most anticipated movie of 2017, Star Wars Episode Eight. And this was a hard one for me to say on, um, on the Today Show because Ridley Scott is directing an alien movie again called Alien Covenant. And everybody's like, what? Ridley Scott? Back to the Alien franchise? Yes, this is basically a sequel to Prometheus that he had done. And Alien Covenant is basically a prequel to all the Alien films with Sigourney Weaver. So he's kind of starting a whole other universe here. uh, And everybody's waiting for this one. And then you have Blade Runner 2049. Harrison Ford comes back. To the Blade Runner no franchise. Way. So now with Ryan Gosling si. and Dennis Villeneuve, the director who did Sicario, which last year was the best film of the year. I don't care what anybody says. That, that was the best movie of the year. So this guy's one of the best directors in Hollywood. He's doing that movie. But if it wasn't for Carrie Fisher's death and the anticipation about seeing her last appearance on film and Luke Skywalker. Uh, returning back to the franchise, which is my favorite Star Wars character when I was growing up, um, then this movie probably wouldn't be as hyped, but it is. And it'll probably end up beating Avatar as the highest grossing film in the history no of way. film. really? I am looking at 2 to $3 billion for that wow. film when it's all Damn. said and done.
2: Because Rogue One is cleaning up, right? That's making a
3: ton and, of life. And I really didn't think so. I really didn't think so because there's so many new characters. You know, and I didn't necessarily know what white people were going to think about Diego Luna being one of the stars. No way, because really? you know we live in the Trump era, of
1: exactly. white supremacy,
3: well, and white not, nationalism. Not, not quite,
2: yet. We have another 70 days of a black <laughs> man still, Jack. Don't push it, all right?
1: But Jack, what happened?
2: So that's to- what we got. That's what we got in terms but, of the most anticipated uh, movies of two thousand. Jack,
1: what happened to the actor mm-hmm. Billy D. Williams? <laughs> no, he's still alive. Uh, but did he disappear? Has he made any like cameos in any of these movies? You know. I I haven't
3: really been following his career, but I thought the same thing about the Apollo Creed and the Rocky movies. Whatever happened to that guy? Action Jackson. Yeah. Carl Weathers, man. Yeah, Carl around? Weathers, he's still alive. Yeah. And he just still does movies. The problem is is that these guys don't take to social media.
0: Oh, they're they're okay. too old
3: school, so we never know what they're doing. It's more like we're changing channels and they're working at the Hallmark Channel or you know, right. maybe a, a cameo yeah. like in Law & Order. Yeah. It's not really something where they're leading a franchise or a movie like uh, Rocky or something.
2: Times change. Like what happened? I mean, remember Martin Lawrence used to rule the box office with uh, when he did Bad Boys. Hey, You know he's coming
3: back out now with Bad Boys Three. Really? (laughs) Hey, wow. See, you know what's funny?
2: I mean, I got to tell you real quick. I just wanted to just mention when you said Pitch Perfect Three. The first Pitch Perfect I thought was such a great movie, and the second one was just so horrible, god awful, god awful, unwatchable. Right. And now they're con- unwatchable. It was, it really was unwatchable. Now they're coming out with three. I mean, so- hopefully, maybe the- sometimes two sucks and then they can rescue it, I guess, right? With a with a, th- a third go round, you know. But uh, I don't know. <laughs> hey, Jack. Maybe
3: not. But you know what? A bad movie that I actually liked. Uh, is this movie called Bad Moms? Did you see it? No, I heard Bad Moms was good, but that. yeah, we,
2: we're trying to catch up, Jack, with last year.
3: I mean, I, I just well, saw... they're doing a sequel now. They are for New Year's Eve, I think. So it's all taking place in New Year's Eve. Uh, they're wow. doing a sequel, I think, for this year. But you know what? I really liked about that movie is that I had a really bad. The reason I'm not a parent is because of the pressures. Of parenting, of being a good father, <laughs> really? being mm-hmm. a good mother. You're you know, been an
1: amazing yeah. father. I'm not
3: bad kidding moms. you. The thing I, I, is, I don't know that because, again, it's the pressures. You ha- When you meet people that take their school to private school, and and you can't give your son that or your daughter that, yeah, you but... feel like a parent who's, who's a failure. And so I never wanted to put my son in positions like that. I never wanted to not be there for my son. And what bad moms basically does is tell every parent, Whatever your best is, is good enough for exactly. yourself. I heard Bad
2: Moms was actually very funny. Yeah. I also heard that, uh, that. And it's very
3: funny, too. But that's what I took away from it. It actually changed mm. sort of my perception with my mom and other parents where yeah. I'm giving them a break. Hey, listen, you can't buy them that. You can't do this. You can't do that. Right. It's okay. It's okay. We all, We're all going to end up well.
1: Exactly, and, and God willing, Jack, I mean, excuse me, I'm telling you this now, but God willing, Jeff and I are going to be parents this year, so yeah. we'll see Yay! what happens. Yeah. So and Jack, we'll
2: right. I, I just we'll want to tell t- can I give you my two picks for things I just finally caught up with and I really liked? I, I did like Hell or High Water quite a bit.
3: It was fantastic thriller.
2: And I, I liked it in a really weird, quirky way, even though some of the characters got me a little angry, I, I don't hold that against the movie, I did like... Uh, the Vigo Mortensen movie, Captain Fantastic. Captain
3: Fantastic. I haven't had a chance to see that one yet. And there's way too many movies I've uh, he, I've seen, but you that I haven't. And that's one of them. You gotta you know check what, it Jeff, out. It's Jeff? like
2: being an individual in, in the world, and how you have to make compromises to be uh, to you know to be a perfect person, and you can't. It's just it, there's some really wickedly funny scenes where he raises his kids in this brutally honest way.
1: Hey, well, let's hope that 20 is not a repeat of 2016. It's like everyone was dying every single day, a celebrity, right? So yeah. We'll see oh, what my happens. God. I know, right?
2: Uh, you know, <laughs> it was no, I
3: hope that we don't have that level of destruction of icons like we did in 2016. I know, right? I, know. I always said that uh, I've been saying that the In Memoriam segment of the Oscars, is going to be probably like the whole show. It, it could be. That's how long. Oh, wow. That's how many could people be. we lost. So in yeah. many in people.
2: Yeah, so many people died last year. That yeah. famous people died. That when I saw the list, you said, "Wait, he died this year?" Yeah. You, you, you kind of forget that some people, you know, really lived a long time. You know, people like George Kennedy. You know, yeah, these guys yeah. were up in their nineties.
1: Hey Well, listen, Jack. Listen, um, you're already a very successful contributor on NBC. Your yes. own podcast. Um, I wish we actually all wish. Nothing but the best. May your dreams become more of reality in 2017. And hope I, I actually I think I'm going to see Jack and TVs as his own TV talk show host. I really think hey, that'll I'm be cr- my friend. Crossing my fingers. Thank yes, you. Yes,
2: yes, and yes. I'll, so. come, I'll come on as your guest, Jack. I'll proudly come on. You know, I, I well, will remember. You're
3: going to be a full blown actor, probably taking over for, for for Claire Danes in Homeland. I'm, I'm so.
2: trying. I'm really trying.
1: Jack, where can people reach you and tell us about your podcast too? Because I love your podcast. By yeah. the way, the before we got you on the podcast. Podcast. Your podcast is amazing. I love your podcasts.
3: Thank you so much. Well, it's a pop culture podcast uh, that's uh, uh, bicultural, by bi, you know, bilingual. Uh, where I, after the Trump, you know, win, I had to start talking about politics a little bit because it's so contemporary. But the show is called Highly Relevant, and the idea behind the show is to do a recap of all the most highly relevant stories in pop culture and uh, politics, which is becoming more of entertainment nowadays um in that whole week into one show that airs every friday uh very happy about that i've had some great guests like Diaz ballard nick lachey mark consuelos willie geist uh future future carolina cadillo i'm gonna get you on the show soon (laughs) thank you um you can also get me on showbizcafe.com i'm on all the social media platforms just look for my name uh and i appear on the today show uh, doing pop culture movies and TV uh, conversations and discussions. And Telemundo 47 every Friday. On existential total, I do my movie review and Broadway review shows. It's the only Broadway review in Spanish oh that you can get I know in you, New York.
2: You, you really, I remember you, when we when we talked about a Bronx deal. You really, you want you want Latinos to go to Broadway, right? You really def- you definitely, yeah. Because might- I
3: I had created a, a, a I, I created a initiative on the broad at the Broadway League in Broadway called Viva Broadway, where the whole concept is to attract more Latinos to go to Broadway. Why? because here in New York that's that's like the greatest theater you can see in the world and if you're not going to it you're really not you're really wasting your time in terms of the arts and culture don't go to a movie always Go to a Broadway show Take yeah. your family exactly. Your kids will appreciate it Maybe they'll become The next Lean manuel Miranda you know? exactly. People travel
2: from around the world To come to New York To see Broadway exactly. shows And when you live right here In your backyard You don't go It's a shame That's what I think So, Jack, exactly. listen well We served. love you very
1: much And thank you for coming on Sharing your uh, all your and, Pop culture information
2: and, yeah. with us And don't forget to Check out Highly Relevant Because everybody's really high On the show Probably they sit around <laughs> Smoking weed Wait a minute and, and Not that high. Oh, not that I'm sorry I'm misunderstood, you know? God, i know. misunderstood Love you, Jack Happy I'm 2017
1: horrible. All
3: right, guys. Happy 2017. I love you guys. I love you, Jack. Take
2: care, Jack Rico.
0: Bye. Bye. I love Jack. I love
1: Jack.
2: Yeah, Jack's, uh, Jack's got it going on. He's very scared of Trump, though, and I, I, I don't want to get into it with him, but maybe I'll have him on my show to talk about how you can't, you know, freak out about it. Rosie oh. O'Donnell says we only have three weeks left to stop him. Like, what is oh, she? What is she oh, going to do? I don't know. Is let's she going to go? See. Is she going to go to Washington with a bazooka?
1: Oh, let's see. Let's just see. Tr- she's going to trap p- a chance. Can you just saying. see Rosie let's O'Donnell punching out the tires a on the on the
2: on the, in the presidential limousine? Hey, listen, bottom, Rosie O'Donnell with an ice pick.
1: Bottom line, we can't do anything. The guy is the president now. Okay. We'll no, be he's the, not. Seventeen more days. Seventeen more days. So let's just see what happens. Okay. Bye, guys. Hey, listen. Thank you for joining us for this podcast. Um, we're trying to get Jack on maybe once a month. Tell us about the upcoming movies, upcoming shows, because he's a Amazing. Um, again, makes- watch him everywhere. He's on NBC Today, Telemundo. His podcast, Highly Relevant. Um, he's also ShowbizCafe.com. He's everywhere. Probably, you know what he's gonna, I'm telling you right now, he's going to have his own TV show soon.
2: And by the way, this show has been renamed Highly Irrelevant. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. Have a great day. Oh, you can reach me at... Um- don't you want to you give your info?
1: Yes, reach us at 516-637-3254. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter at Carolina Cadillo. If you want to email me, Carolina Cadillo at com.
2: At Jeff Jensen Show on Twitter, the real Jeff Jensen on Instagram, Jeffrey Jensen on Facebook, J-E-N-S-E-N, by the way. Email JJ the DJ at optonline.net. Phone calls no advertise advertising the show, 516-637-3254. 516-637-3254. Thanks for listening, everybody, and for the uh, well not the last time, but happy new year. The Carolina Video shows at JJ Production.